3: It contains strong language, strong
1: opinions, and strong
3: beers. It is not meant for children or for those who think they are children. You know who you are.
4: Me. I'm like a smart person. Welcome to episode 82 of Dumb All Over. Recording from the anus of the United States, Pennsylvania, and the not so secret lair in New York. This is a progressive podcast with brash opinions on politics, religion, and pop culture. <laughs> and we're also in the influence of craft beer. On this week's episode, we will talk about Amorosa, Rudy Giuliani, more Catholic Church stories, Keith Ellison, a GOP son, and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. We then speak with Sarah Smith, who is fresh off of her victory in Washington State.
0: Totally brilliant.
4: And Austin is back with the soundboard. As always, I am Tom and I am joined by the one and the only man who hasn't left me <laughs> <laughs> after the first date.
5: Uh,
4: that's not a date. It's the show. Mm, Austin.
5: It's because it's we're celibate.
4: It's, 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 it's Austin. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Austin. Hi, Austin.
5: You know, Tom, I've been trying to think how to describe you, and I think the best way I could come up with is... Uh... A stereotypical badger holding a hamburger. <laughs>
4: to see a Ben Shapiro himself. What does that even mean? What is that? A I typical know, badger holding it. a what? A hamburger?
5: Yeah, a stereotypical badger. What is
4: it? What? What's stereotypical about a badger?
5: <laughs> I don't know, but stereotypical badger is definitely my oh, new cover man. band. It's definitely... Wow, we've started it early. Yeah, that was,
4: yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. I, I have no idea. Where it, maybe some death metal, I bet you. The, okay, the, okay. The raging badgers or something. I bet you that's a band. Um, okay. How, how are you doing today, Austin? I'm doing good. Sure. And it's been a pretty hectic news week. We'll get into that as well. But if you want, we should probably start off the way we always do, by introducing today's drinks.
5: Uh, I want.
4: Ooh, Austin, what are you drinking today?
5: Okay. Well, well. I've gone way out on left field. Uh-huh. <laughs> left is best. Hashtag. Nice. 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 <laughs> Sorry. I sound like an old man because the hashtag goes before the thing you say. <laughs> um. <laughs> it's
4: okay, and he put it on the Twitter.
5: Yeah, on the Twitter, and I I have gotten um, the twenty third anniversary.
4: Oh, from the one and only Dogfish Head, of course. It's a great of beer. Course. Wonderful. Oh, now well,
5: no, hold on, not Dogfish Head doesn't start with a W. Um.
4: Oh, it's a Wounders. It's the way. It is the way her redheaded bocker. stepchild way her. of. Founders wow. So wow. Wounders Hi, Hannah How you doing? <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so it's wire Yes, it
5: is another Weyerbacher
4: yeah. Wow Wow, way to be boring, bro
5: Yes It is a golden stout Brewed with garsgara, coffee, and cocoa nibs Ooh. Which we should know by now I think I've had this like three weeks in a row <laughs> Yeah, seriously Oh, um, right, no What did I have the last one?
4: Uh, s- something similar I know uh, you had tequila like two episodes ago
5: No, yeah I think the last one was the Day Wrecker
4: Probably, yeah because um,
5: my day was kind of wrecked. There you go.
4: <laughs> now, I've been on the Wirebocker kick, but today is not a Wirebocker day for me. Ugh. And now they won't
5: sponsor us. Good now, job, Tom. Yeah,
4: listen, they're never going to sponsor us. <laughs> they've ignored my countless emails. Um, this beer...
6: Uh,
5: excuse me. There's no evidence that they've ignored your emails.
6: They've
4: ignored my... There hasn't been
6: any non-evidence yet.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh, my God. <laughs> The fact we'll,
5: that- We'll get to that story then. All right.
4: Um, this is from Dominion. We've had this before. It is their Oak Barrel Stout. I'm Ooh. showing Austin.
5: Very close to the camera. Very close
4: to the camera. <laughs> um, it is uh, Oak Age Stout fermented in vanilla beans. It's mm. 5.5%, so it's not like super, super strong, but very tasty, very flavorful. Um I enjoy this beer. We've had it before, and that's why I've brought it back. I will, however, be ending on one of my favorite drinks of all time. Oh. Which okay. we'll, we'll get to later.
5: Okay. 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 I'm so cool
4: let us do our symbolic cheers, and we'll get this shit show on the road. Agreed? Agreed. My coaster,
5: my coaster came with my
4: glass. Um, it happens. Cheers.
5: Here we go. Oh, that was a good one. Thank you.
4: Ah. It's it's a very it's a very smooth drink, this Dominion Oak Barrel Stout. Very smooth. Mm. You don't taste any of the alcohol. It's not overly sweet. It's not overly bitter. Very good drink. Ah, very good I drink.
5: I realize we both had stouts today. Well, I, I drink stouts most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> I do too, but not that I look like this. Mm-mm. This totally does yeah. not look like a stout. I still want to try one of those. You got to save at least one. Or at least yeah. get. Well, more. you could get some. It's a lot closer to you than it is to me. I know, but I don't go out. I don't like seeing people. They scare me. <laughs> it's like it's like a couple minutes from your job. you can just stop in well, the tap room? They'll give you one. You don't even have to see people. You it's can far, just get it's it. far enough. It's far enough.
4: Okay. All right, Austin. We have our beers and we're ready to go, right?
5: That's right. So let's get into the oh wait, what were you gonna say?
4: You know what? Let's do something a little different this
5: week. Oh, you know how I hate different. Yes, but I think you're going to enjoy this one. Okay.
4: Because of the scale of this interview that we we're supposed to have later in the show, how about we do the interview first? Ooh, I like that idea. Let's take a break. I know we just started. We're going to take a break. <laughs> we're going to prep it. <laughs> and, when we pre- <laughs> de- <union. laughs> and when we come back, we have Sarah Smith who pulled off one of the more amazing uh, primary wins in Washington State. Former guest. I'm sure this is going to be a lot of fun. How does that sound? Oh, uh, now I'm excited. All right, perfect. Let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll have Sarah Smith. Joining us now is a former guest of the show. You may remember her as the candidate from Washington State who was trying to defy all odds and make it onto the November ballot. She is now one of the official candidates on that November ballot in Washington State. And we are proud to call her a friend of the show. Her name is Sarah Smith. Sarah, how are you? Hi, I'm doing fantastic. How are you? Fantastic as well. <laughs> and this is uh, and this is definitely the first take. So, how's everything been? <laughs>
7: <laughs> Everything's going amazing. Um I am kind of tired. Um, I'm excited, I'm still in shock, we're still seeing, I, I'm a I'm a person who I love facts and hard facts and resolute information so that I know the vote won't be certified or the results won't be certified till the 21st. So part of me is like, there's still time, we could still get knocked out. And everyone's like, no, Sarah, it's not, it's statistically impossible at this point. And I'm like, okay, but still. So I'm I'm remaining the cautious optimist with one foot on the ground okay. and I'm celebrating, but I'm trying to be kind of tentatively celebratory
4: if that makes sense yeah sure but like so let's talk about election day because it's been a long time since you've been on the show before you were you were just running and up until last tuesday you were still just running for congress and then election day hit and we can probably safely say it was a weird day (laughs) yes for everyone (laughs) now i'll tell you this before you go on uh austin and i at least myself I, i won't throw Austin into this. Maybe he did know, but I did not know <laughs> that Washington state took the top two. So, you know, my, you know, Pennsylvanian voting habits were like, oh, she didn't get to the top. So I was, I was a little concerned. Why don't you go through what that whole day was like? What were you expecting going into Tuesday, last Tuesday? And what happened as the day progressed? Sure. So I I was really grateful that the process was kind of
7: weird because I I filled my time and I assuaged my anxiety by just explaining Washington's voter system on Twitter over and over again. Um, and I was talking with the reporter. She was like, "Yeah, I feel like every four years I have to re-explain to people how Washington works." Mm-hmm. Um, but we are. It, it was definitely interesting. So I woke up extremely early thanks to the anxiety and it was probably like 530 in the morning and I was already I'm laying in bed checking my emails my husband's like why are you awake right now (laughs) because I have emails to check and he's like oh my god what's done is done we just got to push through get the last minute voters to drop stuff off Uh, we got to the office around I want to say 10 o'clock people had been there since 8 or 9 and then uh, my sister came into town so I picked her up at 730 in the morning and dropped them off and then uh, my husband and I went to the office um, and And we hung out and we we sat with all of our all of our volunteers and they just hopped right on the phones. There was no missing a beat. So in Washington, to kind of explain a little bit about our very peculiar system, Mm -hmm. we are 100 percent mail in ballots. And this is the first year that we actually had prepaid postage as well. Um, Yeah. So all you have to do is you literally just fill your ballot out and you toss it in the mail or you can toss it in one of the ballot boxes mm. so what kind of staggers the time is because there's mail delays from across the from across the county um people are there's people that are mailing from out of the country um, and then they have all they' have dozens of ballot drop boxes that they have to go and collect at 8 p.m the day of the election so we get basically we get about five or six waves of votes we all call them drops um, we're like how many votes are going to drop today and I'm like I don't know um <laughs> (laughs) Half the time I was like somewhere between 40,000 and five, I guess. But it, it's a really interesting process. So you get a big chunk of votes that were already mailed in. We get our ballots on. Uh, we got them this year, July 18th. And you could submit them back on July 20th. So you got people that were very responsible and that mailed them back within those first couple of weeks. And then you got people like most of my volunteers and a lot of working class folks and a lot of millennials who were like, oh, yeah, I got to drop my ballot off by eight o'clock. And so they just went and found a ballot box and dropped it in there. Oh, jeez. Um, So we were pretty much calling all day, reminding people last minute voters were like, did you vote? Have you dropped your ballot off? Do you know where your ballot box is? We were literally Google mapping people's houses to help them find ballot boxes. It was pretty cool. Yeah. So we worked all the way up until the first drop. And then we had our our watch party. And then in hindsight, I was like, "Ah, maybe we should have had three separate watch events because we all knew that we weren't really going to know till Friday. But I realized a lot of our volunteers didn't really even know that. So Mm. the first wave hit and I was like like this is the first wave everybody don't be discouraged because a bunch of people were like i'm so sorry you lost i'm like no it's only 60 percent reporting we still have 40 percent to go okay so it was really fun and i mean i we kind of watched we had a we had our big party the first night and i was really proud of how we did the first night for a scrappy little underdog campaign um we had an awesome first night drop and then uh after that we just kind of brought our whole volunteer squad over and we actually watched from the comfort of my living room in my house. So uh, we had cheese, we had crackers. We, uh, we uh, (laughs) uh, got some food together for everybody. We watched the second drop at four and then we were like, Oh no. And I could kind of feel people getting a little discouraged. I'm like, no guys, we had a huge jump. We jumped 7,000 votes. We're almost there. We're within a couple hundred of taking over Doug. And then the third night happened. And then we overtook Doug (laughs) And (laughs) I the crazy thing is there's actually a documentarian um, from a Japanese news station who's telling people, no, this is an important thing that's happening in America. So he's making a documentary. Mm. He happened to extend his trip by one day and (laughs) was at the house and caught it on film. The moment we found out we advanced. Oh, wow. Yeah. So hopefully there's that's going to be coming out in a couple of months. He said he's working on it. It's a long term documentary about brand new Congress, but uh, really, really cool. And he's he was so excited and he was so nice. He's like, your campaign is so cool. You guys are just treating me like I'm family. This is amazing. And we got excited and he got excited with us. And it was just. (laughs) <laughs> I'm so glad someone got that the end result of that three day nail biting breath holding experience on
4: camera. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's so was
7: cool. great. Yeah, it was really cool. He showed everybody and my whole family and stuff is really cool.
4: I, I, I'm so grateful for that. So is um, is is Washington State at 100 uh, percent? V- are all the votes in? Uh,
7: So all the votes are in that we are aware of. We know they still have a couple more drops left to go. They still have about, they said 20,000 more ballots. Not all of those are in the ninth district. I think there's probably only 5,000 to 6,000 left in the ninth district.
2: Um,
7: But because they're split between, I think it's three total districts. I think it might be four. um, They are estimating that if wherever you're at now is pretty much where you're going to wind up. So there's not enough for any one person to be overtaken in any of the races.
4: Wow. So that's really exciting
7: yeah it's pretty cool. Seattle Times called it on on Friday oh, and man. everyone else cautiously waited till yesterday to call it. so it was great.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that must that must have been the real surreal moment right there like when you're starting to see your name and all these papers and news organizations and they're like, hey Sarah Smith is going to November.
7: It's crazy. I one of my friends in Colorado is like, I heard you mentioned on the radio. I'm like, what <laughs> It was bananas and I yeah. just it's it really is surreal because I I'm trying to express to people I really honestly and earnestly never expected to go into politics mm-hmm. it is the craziest feeling seeing your name be like be up there Sarah Smith goes on Fox News uh wow. Sarah Smith advances to the general um it's <laughs> it's so bizarre and having fr- my friends in California were like you're all over the news down here I'm That's like crazy. what's happening <laughs> so l- it's let me surreal so let me ask you this how did you do it? We put in the work. I mean, the reality is, I, you've people have heard my incumbent. They've seen some things he's read where he he says, "Oh, it's just Bernie voters that are mad at me." That is so <laughs> untrue, and that is so dismissive of yeah. not just those voters, but that's dismissive of the hard work and the pardon my language, the ass busting that my volunteers put into this campaign. Yeah. They worked. Their tails off. We knocked over twenty thousand doors. We only spiked in name recognition in the last six weeks. We scrambled in six weeks, and we covered twice as much ground as we had during the rest of the year that we've been campaigning. Um, we called over twenty-six thousand numbers. Actually, I think it was thirty-two thousand numbers, and I think we made something like forty-eight thousand text messages. Wow. Um, we busted our butts. We we did the work. We were out in the community. We were working hard. Um, it was not disenfranchised. Birth. Bernie voters that were voting for me. I had first time voters coming out for me. An angry libertarian dad called me because his son wanted to vote for me and he was going to oh. take him to vote for me and he wanted to yell at me first. But then by the end of it, yeah, it was really great, actually. He he was he was, it was really funny to listen to. And I was just trying to talk to him. And I was like, guy, I understand what you're saying. Let me <laughs> talk to you about the how the policy affects you. And we had a really good, candid conversation. And he's like, wow. well, I don't vote, but I'm going to respect my son's decision to vote
4: for you. That might be one of the funniest things I've ever heard. <laughs>
7: it was pretty great it was unexpected it's like nine o'clock at night and the campaign line rings i was like oh i'll answer it and i picked it up and then it's this very angry man and i'm like oh it's ten o'clock at night <laughs> but it was and i mean it's conversations like that that they're they're stressful in the moment but they're they're meaningful and they're impactful and that man will remember that and he might not vote for me but he respects his son's decision to vote for me and that i think is is hugely important that, that is that's involved. not an That doesn't sound like an angry Bernie voter. I think Adam's just trying to rehash the 2016 election all over again. He's trying to disenfranchise my campaign. He's trying to dismiss us like he's been trying to do since day one because he's scared. We got him below 50 percent of the vote. That means, according to the DCCC, that he's vulnerable and we're coming for him. And we see that vulnerability and we're going to take him out.
4: Wow. So I don't want to talk too much about Adam Smith because this is your moment, and 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 <laughs> I and I want this to be about you. But I do have a I have to pick a bone here, okay? According to Adam Smith, your opponent, you do not live in your district. Sarah Smith, why don't you live in your district? <laughs>
7: So um, this was a great I'm sure you guys saw my my tweet thread where I ranted oh, about this a yeah. little bit yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people did um, so we did live in the district I lived there for quite for a while and I actually had roommates like most millennials do mm-hmm. so I'll give you guys the fully detailed story one of them we had two and they were childhood friends of, of ours and we just they're great guys we love them um, we, they moved up here with us and one of them got a promotion and was moving down to California and so we realized oh god we're not going to be able to afford the rent on this place. Um, our, landla- our landlady had been talking a lot about selling the place. Now we were going to be our, her last renters, and we couldn't afford to find anywhere else to live in the area because it was priced out of, of all of our range. Even with three people, it's priced out of a three person income, mm. um, which is ridiculous. Yeah, and so that's we crazy. started. Yeah, and we started looking around, and we stumbled upon an amazing opportunity. I'll tell you guys, it is bizarre to house hunt based off of district lines.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, a bit, yeah. I can't imagine uh, but
7: that's i'm like i've got redfin open on one side then i've got the the district checker on the other and i'm like <laughs> copy picking addresses. um but i mean we really put a solid effort in the places that we found that were in our price range were they were needed way too much work um it was going to be a huge slog to live in them it, it was really not going to work for us and we happened to stumble across this foreclosure that no one had put in any bids on it was in great condition it was it was in the low 200s which was amazing because that does not happen in this market it's Mm. a townhouse Mm -hmm. um and we saw that i saw it was in kent and so i jumped on it immediately before google mapping the address and uh then i turned around after we put in our offer and i was like oh crap i forgot to look at the address so i pulled it up it is literally i live he's making this huge stink and he's blowing it up i live 2600 feet from (laughs) the district line Oh to put God. it in perspective, Pramila Jayapal, whose coattails he is extremely comfortable riding and who he endorsed in the 2016 race, lived 20 21 blocks into his district. Okay,
4: that's living outside of your district. Yeah. <laughs> that is outside yeah. your district.
7: Yes, it is. And if he's so bothered by 2,600 feet, I will go ahead and I will park my car 2,600 <laughs> feet into the district and I will live out of it like one of my volunteers does who lives in his district. So fine, oh. you want to Play this game some working people have to do That in our district I'm happy to go there And do that with them call
4: them out I love (laughs) that I love That that's awesome But I mean come on that's ridiculous Adam Like what are you trying to do there It's like we live in a district that's it's young and it's full of
7: upheaval we have a huge immigrant population it is a privilege for young people to be able to say that they live in the same district they grew up in and they haven't been priced out that is a privilege and what a ridiculous thing to say all you have to do in the state of Washington is live in the state of Washington I have worked in the 9th district since I moved here I still work in the 9th district all of my best friends live in the 9th district I just went to dinner with some friends of mine that live in the Renton Highlands I some of my best friends just moved into the complex next to the Berliner pub I this is my good friend Julio is my old neighbor it keeps inviting us to his family barbecues this is I'm in the ninth all of the time and to say that I don't represent the ninth despite living most of my time that I've been in Washington in that district and working in that district um, that's ridiculous it's just dismissive and it's trying to reinforce tribalism and it's trying to get people to stop talking about policy and platform and focus on semantics I'm here to talk about policy if he wants to harp on my zip code he can go ahead and talk about how he lives in a 1.4 Million dollar house on Cougar Mountain, as far as he can get from his working class constituents.
5: Yeah. Wow.
7: <laughs> Cougar. A little Mountain? tired of that dress discussion. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. And and, and that I, I had a feeling that was going to be the reaction, but I love that, and that's and that's good uh, because th- this is ridiculous. Anyway, well, let's stop talking about him because this is about you and your success. Let me ask you a couple of questions here about uh, about your uh, campaign. Um, if you had to pinpoint, this might be a challenging question because I, I, we've asked this to a couple others who have been on the campaign for a long time and they've always struggled to answer this one. If you could pinpoint one moment, what would be the most memorable moment of your campaign thus far? Aside from winning, because I think that would top it all <laughs> aside from winning.
7: Yeah. <laughs> aside from, from that, what would be the most memorable moment? That's a great question. Um, man, I'm trying to think. I got retweeted by John Cusack once. That was really cool. uh, (laughs) That is cool. That was really neat. But I think, honestly, the most memorable moment, I'm going to give it to election night, but I'm going to give it to a specific thing that happened on election night. So, I have some incredible volunteers. They are just, they've been with us forever. Um, I have one guy who's been with us since the day we launched and it's just, it's amazing to see them all in one room, but there's one kid uh, there's, I, I I have this kid Ross who is just amazing. He he is from Bellevue. He it goes to one of the schools up there. He he amassed this cool high school army to go out and door knock for me. And then there's my other high school kid. Um, I call them my high school kids. I just love them. And uh, his name's Andrew. And I have to say, Andrew has made a huge impact on me. He this kid gets up, goes to swim practice uh asks one of our asks our field director to give him a, a, a some a, a beat to walk and then he he'll just go and he'll walk neighborhoods and he does this for like four to six hours every single day during his summer this is his summer break he goes and door knocks for me and this kid door knocked with a sprained ankle at one point i was like andrew sit down wow. <laughs> but wow, i mean wow. i got to meet his I, on on election night he invited his parents and the moment where I saw him with his parents and I kind of have like pushed everyone out of the way so I could get over there. Um, <laughs> I was like, he must be Andrew's parents. I got really excited. And uh, they shook my hand. And his mom looks at me and she goes, I have never seen Andrew so passionate or fired up by any by anybody before like this. Wow. He's always been active. And she goes, you just brought out a side of her son that's amazing. And I got to stand there and I got to tell them. He, she goes, His mom's like, he's your biggest fan. I got to stop and tell her, no, no. I'm your son's biggest fan. I think he is just an incredible kid. And I got to to tell her what his activism has meant to me, what his his feet on the ground have meant to me, how important it's been for me to see him get so involved and be so passionate. And to to get to I watched him stand up and speak at a at a rally once, which was amazing. And I got oh, wow. to talk to him and be there with him after. And it's like, Andrew, you did amazing. But getting those opportunities and seeing him grow as a young man and, and being able to meet his parents, the the two parents that have supported him unconditionally and have just been a solid rocks for him through this whole process and came with him to the to the watch party that was just probably one of the most profound things seeing a kid be so enthusiastic about this campaign that he wants his parents to see it too and be involved i think that was probably the most profound moment for me and that was the moment where i realized the impact of this campaign is so much bigger than just me
4: wow mm. hey, your whole campaign all all your volunteers sound awesome uh i mean the Good people, I think. I this is what I believe at least. I I believe good people tend to help out good people, and I think you can see that in your campaign. Guys like Andrew, kids like Andrew, um, you know, they're going to be inspired, and maybe they'll be doing this one day, and somebody else will be helping them, and maybe they're going to be the next congressman. It's a it, it's a pretty exciting time. Yeah. Pretty exciting it is. Time. And I mean, yeah. I
7: really hope so. I keep telling Andrew, I'm like, if you need a college letter of recommendation, <laughs> let me know. And when you launch your first campaign, tell me so I can be your first endorsement. So, I mean, I just watching these kids be so moved and inspired, I mean, how could you not want to be out walking and knocking doors with them? How could I not? Every day yeah. I show up and I see Andrew in his sneakers and I'm like, oh, and then Ross shows up and he's got his little, his army of kids and they're all in their sneakers. And I'm like, give me some lit. I'm going out. <laughs>
5: <laughs> wow. So, w-
4: what is left uh, for for your campaign to get to November and pull off a win over Adam Smith? What what has to happen from here on in?
7: Right now, what has to happen is we got to get out there and we got to keep doing the work. We got to keep showing up. We can't just get comfortable and complacent because we're in the general. We have to keep putting in the hours. We have to keep putting in the energy. Um, we got to keep knocking doors. We have uh, I we have something like. 300,000 likely projected voters in the general. We have a lot of doors to knock. And if we can't knock on their doors by November, I at least want to get them a text or a phone call. Uh, We at least want to hit them on social media. We at least want to hit them with an email. But we are, we're just, we're getting out there, we're playing to our strengths. So our, our campaign has always been really good at community organizing. We've always been really good at community engagement. And those are our strengths. That's what we're going to do. We're planning a series of block parties that's going to be coming up soon. Um, we're planning a series of barbecues we want to get out there and participate in. Um, we've got some volunteer appreciation events that we want to do because it's it's really important to me also that we make sure our volunteers know that they are loved and adored by everyone in this campaign. Um, but I mean, that's really what we're doing. We're meeting with community leaders. We're going out and we're speaking to marginalized communities. Uh, we're working with marginalized communities Communities and we're just, we're taking the steps to keep doing
4: the work. That's great. I love that. Yeah. Um, and, and that's going to, I'm sure that's going to continue. I, I think you're only going to get more and more people to come out and help you um, as, as everything goes on. I got one more question for you. You ready for this one? I'm always ready. Go for it. What was it like being on Fox News? Oh,
7: man. <laughs> <laughs> it was I didn't know what to think when I first got the interview request. <laughs> and I was like, why not? Let's do it. And my campaign manager looks at me. He's like, are you sure? I'm like, uh, yes, absolutely. Let's go on Fox News. And so uh, we're there and we're in the studio. And I'm sitting in the chair and I've got all my makeup on and I look really nice. And I've got my hair done and I glance over at my campaign manager. And I'm like, why am I doing this? What am I doing? <laughs> and he starts laughing. He's like, well, it's too late now. They're uh, they're getting you on at five. And I'm like, all right, well. Just hope I'm crash and burn. <laughs> and then I'm sitting there and I've got the guy in my ear and then he's like spewing off platform points of mine. Um, first of all, I, I also always want to correct the record. I've never said anything about open borders. I don't know where he got that. That was, that was not something I've talked about. It's it's something that we discuss in my campaign, but it's not like on my platform. So I don't really know where he got it from. So that was kind of surprising to me. Yeah. That is
4: Fox News reporting at its best. Oh,
7: yeah. And that's <laughs> why I made a face when he said it. I was like, oh. um, but it's and then he. He, I know what he's doing. He's going to walk me into a gotcha question. We knew exactly what that interview request was. That interview request was an attempt to garner enough about me and, get, and embarrass me enough that they can run a hit piece on me. But then they did the dumbest possible thing Fox News could have ever done they asked me a question that I'm really well versed in. (laughs) Because if there's one thing about me that my team will tell you, it's I'm a really pragmatic person. I'm a a pragmatic optimist. So I always, I plan for the worst, hope for the best, and I always know exactly how we're going to do it. It's why I keep saying I'm cautiously optimistic and I'm waiting until the votes be certified. So when I talk about policy and I look at policy, I don't just say, I like that. Good. Let's do that. I look at that and I say, I like that. Good. Let's talk about the logistics. How do We pay for it. That happens to be the first question I ask every time I look at policy. So when they asked me that question, I was like, yes, thank you. (laughs) The one question I was hoping for. (laughs) And that was really fun. And then uh, I think my favorite moment, I don't even know if you guys caught it. I tweeted about it later. But uh, when I was talking about the Medicare for all coverage, uh, I told him, you know, we'd save about 32 or about 33 trillion dollars. And then he slips in there and he goes, oh, never heard of that figure. Uh, You know, well, so you say you could save 32 trillion dollars over 10 years. I didn't say the over 10 years part. Yeah. So he's never heard the figure. Where did he get that from? Mm,
4: yeah, yeah. <laughs> very nice, very nice Fox News. Very fair and balanced. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Exa- exactly. Fair and balanced is uh, two words. There's a two words there. Um,
5: <laughs> and I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that the guy who interviewed you is the same guy. Who a couple of days ago was like, "Why are they being so tough on Wells Fargo?" <laughs>
7: <laughs> I mean, you know, I made a I made a, a seasoned Fox News reporter stammer and stumble over his words, I and it. I just I wear that. A, they cut me off to put on a, a bland Mike Pence speech. <laughs> they didn't need oh, yeah. to go to that. No, no. <laughs>
4: Was that was that the Space Force one? Because, geez, I can't.
7: <laughs> I-, I can't remember. It was just oh. some innocuous speech. But they're like, oh, the, the Vice President's speaking, we got to go. And then they're in my ear and they're like, you can go. You're fine. I'm like, okay. <laughs>
4: yeah.
5: yeah, you've yeah. made our reporter look dumb enough. <laughs> oh,
4: yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, please don't come back. <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. It was um, fun. I liked it. So, so if uh, somebody's listening right now and they want to find out more about you, where can they go to find more about you?
7: We have made everyone's lives so easy. You just go to www.voteSaraSmith.com, And that is an awesome URL. You can go to slash donate, slash call if you want to make phone calls, slash volunteer, if you want to join our volunteer force, uh, slash issues if you want to read the platform. We've made our website really easy. We've totally redone the whole thing, too, so it's really cool looking. But if you ever want more information about me, voteSaraSmith.com. You can also find me on Twitter, at SarahSmith2018, or on Facebook, SarahSmithWA09.
4: Awesome fantastic. Hey, listen, congratulations to you and your entire campaign, all your volunteers that helped you get there. Uh, it is absolutely completely deserving. We're so happy for you. I I we're, we're we're as happy as we can be and we and and we've never even met you. It was one of the it, it was one of the more exciting uh couple days that we've that we've had in a long time. So, we're very happy. Um we're going to keep following your campaign for Every every moment until uh, November 6th and beyond uh, You know Everybody who's listening, make sure you go and vote It's very, very, very important Please
7: vote early, don't make us do this again Yeah, <laughs> seriously
4: <laughs> Come on Come on, millennials well, Drop your ballots off Once <laughs> is fine, but two times like that no, You're no. going to give her a heart attack <laughs> That's what's going to happen
7: Please vote earlier,
4: everybody <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. Um, I'm hope- Hopefully we'll be in touch again. And then the next time we are in touch, hopefully it's when you're on your way to Washington, D.C.
7: Yes. Thank you so much. I appreciate your guys' time. Thank you. Of
4: course. Thank you. Thank you once again, Sarah. Uh, let's take a break. And when we come back, we will continue our show in the now strange format that we are putting ourselves in. But yeah. when we come back, we will have the news for you okay uh you ready to start this uh wonderful news week off
5: oh man I'd you can say I no say you can say no because it's bad
4: uh, but too bad because yeah. it's time for the trump report
0: Ugh. have i done a good job have i done a good job not at all probably the least of anybody you've ever met
5: there's nobody that understands the horror
0: better than me. If Ivanka weren't my daughter, perhaps I'd be dating her.
4: Oh boy. Um. You know what? I I had a lot of trouble this week trying to decide where to start. There were some. There was a lot of stories, and we could cover, you know, one or two of these for the majority of the episode. But instead, I want to brisk over a, a bunch of these. We're gonna start off with. Um, that kind of sounds delicious, <laughs> <brisket>. <laughs> Well, you know, no, I don't know. Then no one no. ever. I was gonna say that's what they say about me, but that would be a lie. <laughs> that would be a stereotypical badger holding a hammer. Thank you. Though. That's what they say about <laughs> that's me. That's what
5: they say about you. Yeah.
4: Um. Well, do you
5: remember Amarosa? Of course you do. <laughs> I like she, how you didn't let me answer. That. No,
4: you lost that ability to answer. <laughs> <laughs> with oh, a,
5: I lost the little white privilege I had.
4: <laughs> with a clip that you can find if you go to www.patreon.com forward slash Dumb All Over Pod. Um,
5: well, unlike Trump, there is not a tape that exists of me saying the N-word, so that's not what you're going to get.
4: Right. Yeah. yeah. And there's definitely not one of me. And we can both say that with confidence. You know why? Yeah. Because yeah. we're not racist scumbags. Yeah. However, uh listen, Omarosa was yeah. on The
5: Apprentice
4: Did she get fired?
5: Ago. Did she? Did she get <laughs> I fired? Know. I really she don't got, remember. She her. got fired from the actual job that she had.
4: The former White House aide and apprentice star is currently promoting her new book, Unhinged, an insider's account of uh, the Trump White House. I don't know if... If she got fired now, somebody who was a fan of The Apprentice, let us know if anybody watched that show. I, I think it was pretty popular, wasn't it, for a while?
5: Yeah, I think so.
4: So if anybody knows if she got fired or she won, let us know because I really don't know. From
5: Yeah, from the show. We know she got fired from the White House, right. so don't, don't um, tell us that. We know.
4: Now, why do we care about Moroso all of a sudden again? Well...
5: Well, hold on. Before we get into that, I had to say Unhinged is a great name for that book. It is. It is. And And it's probably going to be like, you know, tabloid trash, but still (laughs) Unhinged, it's a great name. Well, I don't know. You got to give him credit.
4: Because we'll find out if she has any credit credibility, because what she's claiming um, is something that shouldn't shock anybody, but Trump's a racist.
5: (laughs) Mm. Could you believe that? Well, she has released some uh, video or uh, audio recently that has backed up a lot of what she's saying. Right. So... I don't know. I don't know whether to believe it or not. No.
4: Well, she's also saying pretty much, I'm going to just sum this up, that there's a video or probably multiple videos and audio clips of Trump saying the N-word uh, while he was on The Apprentice. It's, it's, I don't know if that matters. I don't think it does matter, but it's. I'll make note of it that it was said when um, he was on The Apprentice, not as president. I don't think it matters. I uh, think yeah. I, <laughs>
5: I think a distinction without a difference.
4: I don't understand. I, I don't know. Some people might say that it makes a difference. Well, Trump's supporters would. But I, we
5: probably agree that that doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, I, would uh, like, I would like to see on cable news somebody ask her, like, well, did he say it with an A or a hard R?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling hard R. Mm. <laughs> hard, hard R.
5: Mm. Yeah, not good.
4: As hard as it gets. Um...
5: You're a cuck if you don't back Donald Trump.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Well, call me a cuck.
5: No, okay. (laughs)
4: Because I don't support Trump, get it?
5: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
4: Fucking awesome. Um, And then today... Totally brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see. uh... Then today on Tuesday... Sarah Huckabee Sanders has her uh, press conference. Now, what you would imagine from the uh, you know position that Sarah Huckabee Sanders is in, that she would instantly tell the reporters and everyone who's watching, Trump did not say that word.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Yep,
4: that's safe to say, right? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you imagine that someone as close to Trump as Sarah Huckabee Sanders, her or his White House? press secretary would just be like nope there's no nothing
5: she's That's already lied in
4: the past right yeah, so, why Hundreds of times. so why not lie again right well guess what what she didn't lie <laughs> <laughs> one of the few times that she didn't lie because and i quote i can't guarantee anything
5: all right so hold on so let's hear what she had to say
6: you asked the president if he's ever used the N-word. Uh, the president uh, addressed that question directly via Twitter. I'd refer you back to him. I can certainly say I've never heard him use uh, that term or anything have similar. You, have you asked him directly, Sarah? Uh, the president, I didn't have to, because he addressed it to the American people all at one time. Why haven't you asked him directly? Uh, again, the president answered that question directly uh, on Twitter earlier today. Can you stand at the podium and guarantee the American people they'll never hear Donald Trump? the n-word on a recording in any context uh i can't guarantee uh anything but i can
4: yeah we don't need to hear (laughs) the rest of that (laughs) how absurd is that no i I can't guarantee it think about that think about that for a second she's so i'm i'm pretty sure she's positive that there's video or audio out there he, she's yeah. probably heard it firsthand.
5: That's why she can't guarantee.
4: And even she, the biggest liar in the world, can't even lie about this because she knows it's going to come out. If she had said, <laughs> "If she had said no, there's not," I still don't think I'd believe it. But the chance that there is no video, maybe there really isn't. This almost guarantees that there is video or audio. Of of Trump saying the n-word Oh yeah absolutely That's crazy to me Crazy um, Not shocking again I don't think there's anything shocking about that I think no, since day one Trump has uh, put White supremacy Right in the White House with him mm-hmm. From Steve absolutely. Bannon To Alex absolutely. Jones In so many different ways So it's not shocking at all But let me ask you this question Okay. Do you think it matters? Do you think when or in this case, probably if I'm sorry, if or when uh, this video or audio of him saying the N word comes out, does that matter? Is it gonna affect a single thing?
5: Hmm. You know, that's a good question. Uh boy, it is hard to answer that. I wanna
4: say yes, obviously. I will yeah, wish but I wish. I this don't
5: be- uh you know what? I will use the immortal words of Sarah Huckabee Sanders. I can't guarantee anything. <laughs> <laughs> no,
4: no, we can't. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm almost. So yeah,
5: I, I honestly don't know. I don't, I'm
4: almost I don't willing know. to bet that nothing happens, Austin.
5: Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Look, I didn't even get to shoot that guy at Fifth Avenue yet.
4: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. With all well, the things that he said and done, this shouldn't shock anyone.
5: But, oh, if there,
4: no. but if there are some people out there who really don't think that he's a racist, maybe if this comes out, maybe at least they'll be able to admit, okay, he's a racist, but I still like him.
5: Which is basically what they've been saying the whole time. I know, but like, this, one, language.
4: this one would have even more proof. He's already yeah. Enough proof has been out there already, but this would help.
5: Maybe. Like that. What is what is a Q saying? Like, to senility and beyond or whatever? the
4: <laughs> like, This whole <laughs> Q movement, quote unquote is really fucking annoying and really stupid. Well,
5: it's an improvement over their B movement that they had before. (laughs) (laughs) Or the T. Zing for the poop joke. (laughs) There you
4: go. Um, So let's move on. to Mm -hmm. We'll stick with uh, Trump, or at least people around Trump. And let's talk about one... That's so
5: nice of you, more than my wives could do. (laughs) You're welcome, Mr. Trump.
4: Let's talk about uh, Mr. Rudy Giuliani. Is that okay? (laughs)
5: Don't ask him (laughs) He loves Rudy
4: Who knows if you ask Rudy Giuliani Who knows what response you're going to get Because today you'll get one response Literally two hours later You'll get a new response And then the next day A different response
5: Rudy is a great lawyer He's totally brilliant Totally brilliant Smartest mind on a piece of melted cheese You've ever seen (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> uh, he's not even the smartest mind in an empty room <laughs> <laughs> That's true and, and to be honest with you He's the gift that keeps on giving um, I think we have another audio clip for this one
5: Sure This Let's is th- uh, Jake Tapper
4: Yes, interviewing Mr. Giuliani Let's see exactly what Giuliani says about a meeting A supposed meeting With uh, Trump and Comey
5: Uh, Before we get into the show, I I have to make a uh, request of Mr. Giuliani. Rudy, you live in one of the nicest cities in the world, where they have many fine garment shops. Pretty much every... There's a whole district called the Garment District. Please go and get yourself in a a suit that fits you. So it doesn't make it look like your head is escaping from (laughs) a a very tight chasm. Like, please, just go. He just looks as uncomfortable as he makes us feel. Yeah, and it's like his shoulders are all the way up behind yeah. his head.
4: Oh, I I wonder if that's actually the way he is or it's just a suit. I'm well, starting to th- think I'm starting to think that it's actually him.
5: Yeah. Well I've I've heard that, you know, when you lie a lot, you hold a lot of tension in your
8: back. Is that true? Your
5: shoulders and so Man. it goes up like this. Mm. Okay. Right. Is Let's that see true? what Nosferatu has to say.
8: <laughs> I just want to be clear exactly. Uh, what happened in that conversation with Comey about Michael Flynn? What exactly did President Trump say? Yeah. They,
0: they, they, there was no conversation about Michael Flynn. Uh, the president didn't find out that Comey believed there was until... Hmm, wait, that's what? A,
4: what? That's wait, new. what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Hold on a second
5: now. Uh, there, there, uh, but, uh, but, uh, there was no was uh, no, uh, 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 the conversation <laughs> about Michael Flynn. There was no conversation. <laughs> I, don't I don't know why he sounds like the the pig from Looney Tunes, <laughs> Porky. Yeah, that's
4: <laughs> that's Chris Christie. Um, I oh. don't. <laughs> sorry, not hey, you want to say
5: it to my fucking face?
4: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't no, actually. No. Um, eat it. <laughs> so wait a minute, Comey and Trump now did not speak because isn't it Giuliani who said that they did speak?
5: well, hold on, Tom, let Jake Tapper do his job for
0: once. Well, about, I think it was February when it supposedly took place. Memo came out in May. And in between, uh, Comey testified under oath that in no way had he been ab- obstructed at any time. Uh, 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 uh. And then all of a sudden in May, he says he felt obstructed. He felt pressured by that comment. Uh, you should go easy on on Flynn. So uh, we we uh, 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 that the president didn't say that. But if we do that under oath, we end up in a sort of Martha Stewart situation.
8: But, Mr. Mayor, you, said, you told ABC News last month that the president told Comey, quote, Can you give him a break?
5: Right, hold on. <laughs> Before we get to Jake uh, Tapper, A Martha
4: Stewart situation?
5: Yeah. It's where you end up with, like, all of this beautifully made food. And no one to <laughs> share a meal with. And <laughs> hey, just no, said, it, it again. Is the
4: situation you're making, like, arts and crafts by yourself for Christmas? Is that the situation?
5: Yeah, in a minimum security prison cell. <laughs>
4: <laughs> For tax. <clears throat> yeah. I, I, I don't... Okay.
5: I know. Go on. Look, I've made this wonderful white toilet wine. It pairs perfectly well mm. with the candy from the commissary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
8: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Martha Stewart.
5: I, I
4: just... Now you're
8: saying that they never
0: had. I never, I never told ABC that. That's crazy. Uh-huh. i, mean, I never. never said that. Never. What I said was that is what Comey is saying. Trump Can said. I have always said the president denies it. Look, it'd be easier for me if the president did say that. Jay and I could defend that. the statement, "Go easy on him," is hardly an obstruction. Obstruction involves a threat. Obstruction involves uh, uh, false testimony. Obstruction involves an offer of money. Uh, it has to be corrupt. Just saying. Okay. That's not true. I'm
4: trying to keep, like, on this track with him because he's going all over the place. And you can almost tell when somebody is caught in a
5: lie. Agreed? You you know what? Yeah. But you know what I'm shocked about? That we haven't yet heard. You know... Uh, uh, sorry, I should try to sound like Rudy. I was mayor on 9 11.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the usually card. his defense. Yeah, that's yeah. the card he's going to pull very soon. I feel it. Uh, but, I feel uh, it.
5: Uh, but, uh, but some people uh, but, uh, yeah. play race card. 9 uh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: You know, I just. That's all, folks. <laughs> like, like I was saying before, you can catch a person in a lie pretty easily. Mm -hmm. And one of the ways that you can catch somebody
5: in a lie is
4: when they really don't know what to
5: say. And when they've done a lot of interviews on cable news for some reason.
4: (laughs) Yeah, and you keep telling a different story.
5: Yeah, let's let's let them. Let's Jake Tapper do his job. He
4: does a good job here.
0: Yeah, for once. Exercise your prosecutorial discretion to give a a general a break. I had that happen all the time to me when I was a prosecutor. So you're saying... That President Trump oh, okay.
8: and James Comey never discussed Michael Flynn. Either.
0: That that is what he will testify to if he's asked that question. Mm,
8: we'll I, I just want to play uh, for you because earlier in the interview I was talking about a comment you made to ABC News a month ago. Uh, All right, a- this is where he's about to step in. It. So, just so you don't Giuliani, Giuliani not
4: yep. Tapper. Well, yeah. In case you don't know what just happened. The interview goes on, but we, they cut it. So you're now in the future part of the interview, and this is where I think Jake Tapper does a good thing, uh, mm-hmm. or CNN does a good thing. Go CNN. Let's right, see what Let's see what he does
8: about uh, what exactly wow. President Trump said to Comey. You're now saying that the president tells you that he said nothing. I've been
0: saying that from the beginning. Okay, but I, mean, I just what, want I I'm just talking want to... about I'm talking about Comey's rendition. I just want to play the sound
8: thing. so people understand what why so I asked the, sound, why Jake, ask the question. Sure, the uh, okay.
0: How is he a good witness for the president if, if, if he's saying that the president was asking him, directing him, in his words, to let the Michelson investigation go? He didn't direct him to do that. What he said to him was, can you, can you give him Call a me says he... So well, he didn't direct that, that, him to uh, what?
5: Okay, so. So, busted. He said he said it. Busted Easily. Yeah. Well, it no, did, hold on, Tom. Let's let's hear him weasel his way out of it.
4: Well, this is all I wanted to say. Okay, go ahead. I wish that they were they would allow this sort of thing for political debates. I really wish that they allowed this sort of thing instead of just going by hearsay and one candidate pointing at the other and saying, hey, you said this and then no, I didn't. And that's it. You can't really do anything else until after the it's over. And then you can just lie. If you can just go to the video and put it on for national television, it's like, oh, yeah, no, Trump did say that. It's right there.
5: Are you suggesting like instant replay for yes! political debates?
4: Yes, <laughs> I am. I am. That's exactly <laughs> we'll what I'm suggesting. Have suggestion. one referee
5: and he sits there under the <laughs> watching an old interview with <laughs> <laughs> Jake
4: Tapper. It's like every candidate <laughs> gets like three challenge flags. It's yeah. like, oh, wrong. You lied. <laughs> and then they go,
5: actually, you know, what? I think political debates could use a referee.
4: I, I, I agree. And I also yeah. think the video replay would be very helpful for <laughs> us. and be if you more get,
5: fun. If, Like if you get a flag thrown at your face. <laughs> right. <laughs> like,
4: oh. yeah. And then the ref comes up. It's like,
5: unnecessary lying, five-minute yeah. penalty. Yeah, but you know that's not how it would sound. to be like, I don't know. <laughs> like, all right. That's why they come up with the hand signals, so you know what the fuck Exactly. exactly.
4: <laughs> Although, I would stay away from Republicans and hand signals right now because you might get the wrong hand signal. Yeah. I was talking about All right, more But
5: hold on. <laughs> <laughs> right, but let's hear him weasel his way out of this. Of course.
8: What he said oh, was, okay. can, you give, can you give a break? You said that.
0: I mean, I, I, yeah, I said it, but I also said before that I'm talking about their version of it. Look, lawyers argue in the alternative. I know it's complicated, but my goodness, we've been over it long enough that... They, do they argue in the alternative facts? Probably. Hmm. I mean, why would I say something that, that isn't true? <laughs> I mean, the, 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 the president didn't say to him, go easy on Flynn or anything about Flynn. No,
5: never. Because you said he did, though. Yeah, he did. So, uh, go fuck yourself.
4: Do you think he's just honestly forgetting? Or do you think he's caught himself in such a lie that he can't keep up with it?
5: Uh, no, that uh, that's not forgetting. That's clearly trying to invent a story okay. on the spot.
4: Well, because like, I, a lot of people say that he's, cr- that he's lost his mind. That he's crazy. So, I'm, I'm
5: trying oh, to think. Oh, well, he is. Yeah, but, but is
4: he forgetting what he says? Or is he deliberately doing it? And I think he's no, deliberately doing yeah, it. Yeah,
5: this seems deliberate.
4: Right. Yeah. All the stuttering. All I the time. Yeah. people do stutter. I stutter over my words all the time. But yeah, if you ask me a question <laughs> and I'm telling the truth, I- I'll be able to tell you the exact truth. Mm-hmm. It's when I have to invent something.
5: <laughs> After I edit it down.
4: <laughs> Thanks for fucking telling everyone our secret there. I was about to sound more smart, and now okay. you took it away.
5: Uh, all right, fine.
4: <laughs> There's nothing in the world... That can make me sound smart. (laughs) Technology, editing, voiceovers, nothing.
5: Even just getting rid of you completely.
4: (laughs) No, it's still there. It it lingers like a really bad fart.
5: Yeah. Just stays. (laughs) Tom, like a bad lingering fart. (laughs) (laughs)
4: That's my bio. My life as a <laughs> fart.
5: That's, that's, that's a grinder name. Oh. <laughs> is that Liberty why I'm fart? having
4: no success?
5: <laughs> <sighs> oh man! Wow, grinder.
4: Wow. <laughs> uh, we don't need to hear anything else from uh, old man Rudy there.
5: No, that's it because that clip is over.
4: <laughs> good. Kay. Yeah. So yeah, there's Rudy lying again lying again and making our jobs very easy thank you rudy thank you rudy thank you cnn for actually doing real reporting for once it's actually yeah. good i like funny it's funny, that. It's, it's like funny that how they do
5: it with the republicans
4: yeah oh yeah oh uh, yeah. well listen one step at a time
5: we're yeah. making progress okay yeah
4: speaking of progress catholic churches <laughs>
5: The anti-progress. The anti-progress,
4: exactly. Oh, Austin, we have covered the Catholics three weeks in a row now. And do you think think that it could have gotten any worse?
5: Oh, um, well, it is the Catholics, so yes.
4: Well, that's a good guess. (laughs) Because it just got a whole lot worse. And guess where it got worse?
5: Oh, you know what? I'm stick. guessing it got worse in the state that I fled.
4: The anus of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> that got me twice.
5: <laughs> totally brilliant. <laughs> well,
4: thank you. I came up with that on my own. I
5: don't know why he had an echo on that
4: one. <laughs> yeah, that was very echoey.
5: Um, to totally brilliant. <laughs>
4: this comes from HuffPo. This, uh, this is actually a disturbing, disturbing story. Now, they all are when it involves the Catholics. Fair. <laughs> but this one, holy shit. Catholic Church. Oh, <laughs>
5: emphasis on the holy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: They're holy and they found holes. Yeah. Catholic oh, Church no. covered up <laughs> child abuse by 301 priests in Pennsylvania. But that 301 is a lot of priests, clearly. However. Yeah,
5: yeah it's 200 more than the Dalmatians I was supposed to keep trusting. <laughs> Yeah, and that's actually on the Grand Jury's report as well. And they haven't molested anybody.
4: Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you never know these days.
5: <laughs> well, they could have humped a few legs. Yeah, they are dogs.
4: Mm. The Grand Jury identified more than 1,000 sexual abuse victims over seven decades. Mm-hmm. Seven decades.
5: Decades.
4: That's 70 years
5: for, yeah.
4: those <laughs> for, who people, for people who
5: are confused, yes. Yeah.
4: Uh, Pennsylvania's Attorney General released on Tuesday the long-awaited results of a damning grand jury investigation into how six Roman Catholic um, dioceses? Is that, yeah, yeah that's right, that. diocese. Yeah. Um, in the state covered up uh, sexual abuse by 301 predator priests over 70 years.
5: It does make you wonder if like, if Trump were trying to win over the Catholics, if he would get that wrong like when he said two Corinthians. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, look, I've come here to speak to you. You have a great dialysis; it's very wonderful. <laughs> great dialysis. It's so, so many boys around. So many. Oh, so many. What are they doing here? I don't um, know. They are look.
4: providing holiness.
5: <laughs> look, I promise you. If I get elected, I'll bring back. Don't ask, don't tell. Oh
4: no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the 884-page report is the largest, most comprehes- comprehensive investigation on the church's sex abuse scandal by a U.S. state, according to uh, Attorney General Josh Shapiro. Not Ben Shapiro. Not related to Ben Shapiro. Uh- stereotypical badger holding a camera. <laughs> In this case, the badger is a priest and the Hamburger's a boy? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> is that what that, that is, is? stereotypical, though. There you go. <laughs> the grand jury identified over 1,000 one victims um, in Allentown, Erie, Greensburg, Harrisburg, Jesus Pittsburgh, and Christ. Scranton. Uh, but the jurors re- uh, suspected the
5: real number of victims could be much higher. Well, much higher course. than 1,000. Yeah, yeah, because not everybody's going to come forward. That doesn't shock me. My God. Uh...
4: I mean, I don't I, I I'm at a loss for words. I really don't know what, what to add to this. Um well, at, believe at and believe it or point, not, it's yeah, not I it's not just boys, by the way. That that might be the more shocking thing to me. Mm. Not that priests are pedophiles, because we know that. But there are girls and boys of all ages yeah. who were affected by this.
5: Well uh, I, I know it gets the uh, the girls get underreported a lot, but they are a yeah, big sure. you know they're a big uh, percentage of the victims. It's easy.
4: It's easy to target the priests who like the boys because that's the cliche, if you will.
5: Well, not only that, because that outrages society more.
4: Well, yeah, yeah, it definitely. That, does. For some
5: reason, society isn't as outraged of as you know right. when a girl. Because the girl taken probably warranted. It. Well, it's, it's just that they're like, well, that's it's a guy that, and a girl, so right. even if she's young. I mean, that's it's insane. It Don't forget, be,
4: Rush Limbaugh is also the one that said, you know, if you're gonna wear a, a short skirt, you deserve to get raped. So, but they're like ten. <gasps> no, they're short skirts. It's their fault.
5: Oh my God, it's wear, unbelievable.
4: Wear jeans, uh, <laughs> and they have and they have a uniform. It's not like they have a choice. I know, no, I know. And those the shorts, especially for the boys, pretty damn short. They're <laughs> pretty short. Now you yeah. know why. Yeah, you know now, here,
5: here's a question. Yeah. If there were this much abuse in any public system,
4: mm-hmm.
5: be the public school, the public college... Fuck.
4: Remember the deal? Remember what happened after Sandusky?
5: Yeah, exactly. Now, that
4: was terrible, but it wasn't yeah. a thousand kids.
5: No. But I'm saying if they, if it were anywhere near that bad, would those institutions be allowed to continue?
4: This, yeah. You make a fair point. Uh, a thousand kids.
5: Yeah, like in in any other institution, they'd be like, "Well, this you can't have kids around ever again." Right, and yet there is still yeah, thousands of Catholic yeah. schools all over. Yeah, so
4: I, I wish that this article covered. Well, what what are we going to do from here? Well, you know what they're going to do? They're going to move on. They 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 most according to this uh, to this report, most of the priests in this report are dead. Mm-hmm. They are no longer living. That is dead.
5: yeah so you can't even like you You can't can't do anything yeah
4: yeah you you are absolutely stuck you just got a big piece of paper that says hey this happened yep good wow that's fantastic where what is what now what now nothing i guarantee you nothing i mean there's not much
5: you can do i mean people
4: are people are still gonna go to church they're still no. going to go to Catholic churches. Their kids. They're still going to enroll their kids into uh, into these choir systems or, or altar boy systems because it'll never happen to little
5: Johnny mm. until it does. Yeah. Uh,
4: and the article. It
5: seems like it's almost li- like like uh, almost uh, likely to happen. Yeah. Like it, it seems like it's almost more likely than not. I mean, with the sheer numbers
4: now oh, that man.
5: people keep uh, revealing. I mean, it's I don't know how.
4: Here's another one. This is this is a little ridiculous. Currently, Pennsylvania law, this is where you know it's always bad, states Mm, that adults who abuse children can't sue for damages after turning 30. What? Criminal charges can't be filed after the alleged victim turns 50. Jesus, that's that's a state law. That's
5: a law in this state. Well, you know what else is a state law that atheists can't hold office? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I guess I'll never run for office. <laughs> well, I mean, you can because the Supreme Court would overturn it, but. Right. But, well, but still, it's will they, like, they
4: overturn this? Well, well, that's
5: the thing. It's like atheists can't hold office, but the Catholics can continue to. So, do what like, they do.
4: If, if a kid was abused when he was 9, 10, mm-hmm. she, 9, 10, and now she's, she's 40 years old. And now these reports yeah, came out. Yeah, you can't out. sue for damages? You can't sue for damages.
5: It's <sighs> frustrating. That's,
4: that's... This is disgusting. Yeah. It's absolutely disgusting. And I, I didn't know that until I read this article. I had no idea yeah. that was the thing. Well,
5: it makes me wonder what the laws are here.
4: I don't know. I'm it's hoping int-
5: it's better because it's that's, New York, but it's not a guarantee. It's not a guarantee. No. It's not a guarantee.
4: So, yeah, I had to unfortunately cover this story, especially because it's right out of Pennsylvania, but... Wow, this is shocking right in our own right, right in my home state in your mm-hmm. former home state and not yeah. Allentown is not the world's longest drive. <laughs> I'm just, just saying. Oh, it's like the it's, it's right there. It's like a good <laughs> what 30 minutes yeah, to, get to Allentown. Five hour, it's right yeah. it's right there. And that it's and I guarantee you it's happening in other places just cuz they went after the big cities. Mm-hmm. Catholic churches are in every town.
5: Every town, yeah.
4: They're not as and that's the other weird thing, too, is Catholic churches in Pierre are not the most popular church. At least not in <laughs> no. rural areas. Baptists no. are what I think, or maybe Lutherans are I think oh, Lutherans, yeah. Are overwhelming here. Catholics yeah. are not even there. And still that happened. So imagine a state like, dare I say, Massachusetts. Mm. Smaller state, but pretty catholic
5: very catholic yeah what do you think what do you think that's like well that's what we found out when they did the spotlight investigation Yeah, i wonder if that's not even half of it 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 was a lot but it's a much smaller state well and they just covered boston (laughs) like it wasn't even yeah just boston yeah but it was still like 177 priests or something like that just in boston oh man yeah it's just so disturbing so sad disturbing
4: uh, how about we move on to another story involving Pennsylvania? Oh, okay, yeah, sure. Um, not as bad. It's gonna be hard to top that Pennsylvanian story. Mm, okay, I'll give you that. But um, still pretty bad though. I'm sure. I'm sure you You and our listeners are aware of the QAnon movement. You want to call it a movement? Um, I guess So QAnon society. Yeah. I don't. I don't know.
5: QAnon but letter worship, I don't know the,
4: f- the, the 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 what's it called the Reddit page that is now showing up at Trump rallies <laughs> <Yeah>. in Pennsylvania.
5: <laughs> yes, in Pennsylvania, but not just in Pennsylvania. No, n- obviously not. There's a Trump rally,
4: but the video clip that we have happens to be in from Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. I don't know too too much about these people. I know that they're you know they're deep state believers, and even though Trump won the presidency, the deep state still exists, and they're going after Trump, but he's still president a year and a half in.
2: Yeah,
4: it doesn't make much sense when you think about it, and even when they're questioned, there's really not a good answer. But um, we have a video clip to uh, better explain what the QAnon. Are.
5: Yeah. <clears throat> so it's from CNN, and I know what everybody's going to say. Uh, fake news. Fake news. It's fake news, okay, fake news. But let's hear, let's yeah. hear Anderson Cooper. He's going to describe to you the QAnon movement.
8: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Scattered among the crowd are people who believe in some conspiracy theories that are so broad and often bizarre, it's difficult to believe, to put it mildly. It's no longer an isolated thing. Take a look. The sign with a Q on it stands for QAnon. This video is from the presidential rally in Tampa two nights ago. Last night on the broadcast, we focused more closely on what the group believes in and their views from the fringes of American political thought. Tonight, we wanted to give them a chance to have their say, but because so much has been written about their reluctance to talk, we weren't sure what we would get when we sent Gary Tuckman to tonight's Trump rally. Gary joins us now. So what happened?
3: Well, Anderson, the rally just ended a short time ago. People are now streaming out. Many of these people arriving earlier this morning, waiting in line. And like I said, yeah, we wanted to see if the people who followed this movement wanted to talk to us. And we found that they did want to.
5: Okay, <laughs> so <clears throat> some of these people decided to talk to CNN. Yes, even though CNN is the enemy of the people. Yes, and I think they even say that. But They um, do. But they, as
4: they're talking to them, I they'll.
5: Yeah. So, so go on. Let's let's hear a little bit of uh, what the supporters had to say. Okay, a bit.
3: Are you holding a big red, white, and blue cube? Why do you have that? It's a movement, man. It's the shift. I can feel it coming. Some call it the Great Awakening. You're wearing a shirt that says. Okay.
5: The Great <laughs> Awakening. That's kind of important because that's. I think that's the actual Reddit subreddit. Yes, it is. It r is. like what is it? Forward slash r forward slash the Great Awakening. Whatever.
4: I'm not much into oh. the Reddit scene there. For this kind of a reason, Just I have to saying. say that
5: the first time I saw this clip, I could have sworn that guy said it's the shit. <laughs> <laughs> is that yeah. a red, is hey. that a red, white, and blue Q you have there? What does that yeah. mean? It's, it's a the mo- shit. It's man. a, it's a,
4: mo- it's a movement, man. Yeah, it's it's a the movement. That's it's a movement, man. That's your yeah. explanation as to what QAnon yeah. is. It's a it's, movement. It's ma'am. a shift. Remember the coffee party? And he's
5: like I can feel it coming. <laughs> <laughs> Which how tonight. yeah? How
4: many heard that and? Instantly started singing that because I was in my in my head I was like
5: and then and then you stop listening to the guy and you're just waiting for the drum break (laughs)
4: yes (laughs) led by oh Phil Collins Mike Tyson
5: yeah (laughs) (laughs) I would gladly eat his children
4: (laughs) (laughs) oh. Oh, All right, so we got. this of... this is a
5: very interesting part of the story, though, this for me funny. personally. Yeah, this is funny. So I'm gonna, gonna <laughs> play this uh, this person. So I'll give you a backstory. So I was I'd heard this clip first on Bill Maher's show, and yes, I do still uh, listen to Bill Maher's show because occasionally, I'm like a sadist or something, I don't know. <laughs> um, and but I was listening to the podcast version because you know who wants to stare at Bill Maher for an hour. Not many people. Not many not, people Not now. many people. And uh, and I heard a voice. So I'm going to play you. It's not the exact same clip, but it's the same
3: person. Okay. Q-W-W-G-1-W-G-A. What does that mean?
6: It means where we go one, we go all. Q-Anonis. Okay,
5: so that woman before this next one, that first woman, I heard that voice, and I was like, that sounds very, very familiar. <laughs> but yep. then I thought to myself... Yeah, a person jumped in my head, and I was thinking, "Hmm, it can't be her. It no. can't be, because that's that'd be crazy." Right. And I didn't know this was the Wilkesbury rally. Like I didn't know that, because when on the on Mars show, they don't tell you what, like they don't give you any context. Right. Right. And so then I remembered, oh, he did have a rally in Wilkesbury. Oh shit! It could be her. <laughs> <laughs> so that
4: that also is not very far from us.
5: No, it's like an out. Well, far from you. Yeah. It's like an hour. Yeah. And um so I turned I got onto YouTube and I found Bill Mart's closing like a monologue sure. or whatever it is. And when I saw the video, it was the person I was thinking of.
4: Oh, Jesus. And who is this person, Austin? <laughs>
5: that person used to be my boss <laughs> when I worked at the post office. Yeah. That <laughs> was her. Oh my
4: God. That are you was her. me?
5: No, I am not kidding you. Jeez. So, but That's anyway, wild. That now, was, I, I could asked not you believe this, it.
4: I asked you this off air. Yeah. Uh, could you, are you surprised?
5: I have to be honest. Um, I was a little surprised she was that far off the deep end. Yeah. Like I knew she was right wing. I mean, I knew uh, half the people in that office were right wing. Sure. part of the reason why I left. Well, yeah, this whole like, area is. Yeah, but they were like particularly. Th- <laughs> 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 it, it was bad. It was a little off divert. the wall. Yeah, a little off
4: is. the wall is probably uh, a good well, it's just put like,
5: it like I heard a coworker say once too. Like one of the three people in the office who wasn't crazy, and they were talking about politics, and she's right. like, "Look, you believe in Jesus, don't you?" And I'm thinking, oh. "Well, oh no, never start. <laughs> oh, it starts no. that way, it's never good." No, no, no. <laughs> and no, then no. and then the woman's like, "Yeah, yeah, sure." And and this person says back, "Well, then don't worry about it. He's in control." Oh yeah. no! Yeah. Oh no, I don't know. I don't know. So I was like, "Wow, I guess that's your political philosophy—that even if the person you voted for is horrible, don't worry about it because Jesus is in control. He'll figure it out." Yeah.
4: But yeah, uh, anyway, but
5: out. let's get back to what these uh, QAnon people. Yes, please, because this is an important
3: clip coming up. Yeah, theories are discussed on the internet, organized around the idea of an anonymous but well-connected person or persons nicknamed Q. Your shirt says, "The storm is here, QAnon." What does that mean to you? Well, I've been
2: following all the posts since uh, October 28th
3: on the internet from Q and I. Right, started the, on the person 10. or people who say they're Q. Right. What do you think Q is, by the way?
6: It's an entity of 10 or less people
3: okay, that have
6: um, uh, involved with the government? high high um, clearance, you know,
4: security clearance. And how do
6: you know
3: that?
4: <laughs> well, I'm just telling you this is what it appears to be. But it appears. Oh. <laughs> How so, 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 hold on. Hold on. Let's, let's dissect this
5: a little bit more. Sure. Ten or less people. Okay. Like, Ten or less people. Uh, with high security clearance.
4: So, cigarette smoking, man, if you're an X Files fan, that kind of, that's what I think of, <laughs> yeah. right? People who have control over the government that you didn't, you don't know exist, don't have a real Mulder. name or number,
5: right? Yeah. Mulder, I have a really <laughs> dumb storyline in the last season. <laughs>
4: Well, there wasn't a part of that last season, him Malone. He was only there for like oh, one episode.
5: excuse me. He was totally... I mean, the very last season. Okay. The most recent one. Oh, oh, damn. Yeah. A yeah. very... That, doesn't that guy have a very dumb storyline in that season? Yeah. Okay. Thank
4: you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so tannerless less people that are so high up and so secure... That they are leaked on 4chan. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, that
5: they they no, they don't leak. They they're the ones who give the information.
4: Oh, right. Yeah.
5: But, but Tom, this but they just that's just how it appears.
4: <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. She's just telling us exactly exactly right right now.
5: Right, right. Now let me also say this: that the only people in this clip, like they're all old except for the very first guy, the guy with the red, white, and blue cue. Sure. Who's like it's a movement man. Um, he's the only one that's like under 60. (laughs) So this, I feel like this whole thing really targets old people because they didn't grow up with the internet and they don't understand how easily they can be manipulated. Yeah. But let's go, let's go back to my former boss. (laughs) Yes, please. And see what she has to say.
6: Talking together as, as Americans and uniting and
3: you think it's maybe just it makes you comfortable talking with other frustrated, sometimes yes, angry people. Yes, But maybe it's not true because there's no evidence of it. It's just stuff being talked about on the internet, right?
6: There hasn't been any
4: non-evidence yet. <laughs> there hasn't been any non-evidence yet. That's the clip yeah. that I wanted. Yeah. And, and that's you know what? The clip that I have in my soundboard. We give them far too much free advertisement, but. The guys at Cognitive Dissonance, I think specifically <laughs> Cecil, yeah. he said something that resonated, especially when it comes to this. It is not our job to prove your crazy stories. It's yeah. your job to prove your crazy
5: stories. Well, that's kind of like the the. It's like the one tenet of atheism. That's the whole point. It's like it's not our job to disprove your god. It's your job to prove him. Right. Right. And you obviously haven't. And so that's why I don't believe you. But this is the same, you know, it's the same function. Right. Same like, prove it. Because <laughs> nothing the I, nothing Q has predicted has come true, by the way. No, and it's not going to because it's a
4: bunch of people on the internet. Do you remember when we were kids? the uh, the, the old saying was, don't believe everything you read on the internet. Yes. There's reason why. Because mm-hmm. this kind of stuff, anyone yeah. can go on the internet. Unfortunately, because my audio crapped out last week, we didn't get to talk about this. But you can go on Wikipedia right now and edit anything you want mm-hmm. and say whatever you want.
5: That's Does why Does that the- make it true? Yeah, that's why the high school band I was in... Um was on the rush page for a while <laughs> there you <laughs> go <page>. as
4: inspirations <laughs> yeah, yeah.
5: But, but let's let, okay, let's finish up the story with once again another clip from my esteemed former boss on what exactly she believes is happening in the country
3: your knowledge and it's that's really that's unfortunate you believe there is a deep state yes and what do you think that deep states doing? you think they're running this country
6: I think they were and they're petrified now because they're 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 losing their control.
3: Donald Trump's the president, he's running the country, right?
6: Yeah, but he's having to fight against the I mean, he said he
3: could do it all himself. Everything would be so easy when he came into office. And you think he's fighting with the deep state a year and a half into his term?
6: I think he's been fighting since before he was elected. And
3: who's in this deep state? Who are the people in it?
6: Oh, I definitely believe that, like, the Clintons, the Bushes, the
3: Obamas. So you think the Clintons, the Bushes and the Obamas are running this country as we stand here in the rain?
4: No, they're trying. <laughs> the you see, everything about
5: this is so stupid.
4: Even the reporter is talking to her like a child. Because, yeah. like, what else? It's what like else really, you,
5: really yeah. young lady. <laughs>
4: yeah. It's like, wait, so you think this? And then she, she even says, like, oh, the people who are running it are the Obamas, the Clintons, and the Bushes. Oh, you think they're running the country right now? Well, no.
5: And But that's what you just said. And why would they work? They don't like each other. Right. I mean Well, the Clintons and the Bushes do seem to get along oddly yeah. well. But that's it's just because they're, I mean, politically, I don't think matter. they're that far apart, to be it honest. Does,
4: it doesn't <laughs> matter. Yeah. This is so stupid. I know. <laughs> this is so, so stupid. Because, first of all, you saw the work that Bush and, the, and Clinton did in the country. If they were
5: really running it, it would have been similar to that. It's not similar to that. And here's the thing. If there was this deep state... That had so much power, and yeah. Clinton was part of it. Right? Why did she lose? No, not that Clinton. I'm thinking of the other one. Oh, Bill. Yeah. How could he not be able to cover up a blowjob? Right. <laughs> like he's controlling the levers how, of how government did he secretly. Not cover but he a blowjob.
4: How did she not win the election? Yeah. How did she not win? Two elections. Yeah. She lost in uh,
5: 2008 as well. Mm-hmm. So, it, it, well, she didn't lose the election, but she lost the primary. She lost the primary. Oh. Yeah, because you're telling me the deep state, the yeah. ones who are running the country, decided right. that somebody named Barack Hussein yeah. Obama right. was going to be oh, there. No, next- no, no, but season.
4: they're part of the deep state, so the deep no, state they decided were to too? put- uh, so I, guess so. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. I, I'm trying to make heads or tails of this as well. So what the Deep State was like, hey, let's put up one of our Deep State members against one of the Deep State members and let them fight it out. What?
5: Yeah, I know.
4: None of this makes sense. Get a good plot. This is like American Horror Story. It's like Yeah, it's like we're in the second has, half of the season. <laughs> yeah, the second half of the season. It, the plot has fallen apart. Yeah. QAnon is just so stupid. You can't follow it.
5: And there's some reports out there that people think it's actually uh, leftist who's just fucking with these people.
4: I hope it is. Oh, my God. I hope it is.
5: I, don't, I feel like, though, if it if it is, I wish they would have stopped it a long time ago because it's gotten out of hand. Like, now it's now, out of their yeah, control. Yeah.
4: I, it's not. It's not. It, it's all it is. It's a collection of people who are like, Ale- you know what? I bet you Alex Jones has a lot to do with this. He might not have, oh, yeah,, done well, it himself, no, yeah, he's, he's but his views and his his, his
5: no, but he's constant. talked about he's talked about Q on his oh show. I know. yeah,
4: but I mean, over the years of spreading all these oh, yeah. conspiracy theories and like it, it, conspiracy theories have gotten so rampant that even on my Facebook account that I created specifically for the show, which is full of mostly progressives,
5: quote unquote,
4: yeah, but you still see. Conspiracy theories pop up on well, feeds I, all the time. You know time. what? Though
5: I think that they're targeting progressives because I've seen that in the progressive groups too. Yeah, where people post this stuff and it's like, what the it's fuck like, is what this? You, like, what is yeah. this? Yeah.
4: It's like I, I I like the idea of conspiracy theories, but I don't believe in them. I just like them because they're they're fun to think about. I'm an X Files fan, but I don't believe them.
5: No, because they're stupid.
4: Yeah, they're stupid. Yeah. Welcome back to the Dowcast, everyone. <sighs> God, <dude. laughs> what an episode!
5: <laughs> oh my God! Oh, are you kidding me? It was amazing. This was, and not anything we did.
4: <laughs> no, no. This was definitely one of the more uh, entertaining episodes that I, mm-hmm. I've had the privilege of being a part of. Um, yeah, this is good, Austin. Uh, it is time for the final thoughts. So tell me. What your final thoughts are.
5: Well, of course, first I have to start with thank you so much, Sarah Smith, for coming back on the show. I mean, after advancing to a general election, I know that uh, that must be an incredibly busy time. So for her to make time for us, uh, I couldn't be more grateful. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, of course, am rooting for her to win the general election. And I think she has her opponent very afraid. Oh, yeah.
4: Oh yeah, absolutely. He yeah, got under he, he got under 50% of the vote.
5: Yeah, he saw what happened to Joe Crowley sure. and he's worried now. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And if I were him, I'd be worried too. Yeah, I would be too. You know. Yeah. And I think he is. And uh, of course, I thought sure, the interview was amazing. And you know, it's so rare to be able to hear like what actually happens yeah. in a campaign behind the scenes yeah. and how and and to talk to somebody who went through a real campaign. Yeah. Exactly. And is, you know. And one and is also advancing. And yeah. Like, yeah,
4: she is so freaking down to earth. Yeah, it's so awesome yeah. to like be able to talk to somebody like you are one of us. You actually are like none of these politicians who are out there who say I am one of you. You're not. Like that is an example of someone who is one of us. Like, yeah. She is actually a millennial who's a hardworking, a working woman. Um, we're not hardworking women, obviously, but, um, but I will say it's it's definitely a, it's a delight to hear for sure. What else yeah, you got? Yeah.
5: Um, of course, all the news stories we covered were bizarre. Yeah. No um, kidding. Pennsylvania, I don't know yeah, what the s- fuck's going on, I but I'm know. glad that uh the Catholic Church is being exposed.
4: Yeah, exposed, but. That's about it, unfortunately. Yeah,
5: I know. Yeah, they. I know. We need swift justice. So. Yeah,
4: but it's not going to happen. Because religion, whether we want to agree or not, still controls so much.
5: Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, so that's disappointing. Um, I don't know. It kind of feels like we were uh, light on, like, Trump-centric stories.
4: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure we could have gotten more into it. But you know what? Sometimes you just need a break. Those big stories, everyone knows they're are going on. I'm sure they want yeah. our opinions on those, but you know what? I'm okay with taking a break and just covering the other stories too, once in a while.
5: And I think, uh, I think my last final thought is: I want to make an announcement that uh, Bill Maher is a huge liar. Because <laughs> it's <at, laughs> an announcement, end, Austin. Okay, excuse me, but at the end of his show, <laughs> he claimed that he was Q. Oh God! And that he was the one who started this, and I know that's not true because I'm Q. <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, I am Q. Oh
5: yeah, so everybody's Q.
4: Everyone is Q.
5: Hon- honestly, I don't think I could have come up with like um, just a conspiracy theory that's stupid. No,
4: yeah, I'm not creative enough like that. I'm not yeah. I mean, no. we, we tried to write a, a screenplay, and this is far better than any screenplay that we could have come up with.
5: <laughs> I don't know, though. I feel like if, if he got notes on it, like if you sent it to a network, they would have been like, this is stupid. Nobody would believe it. And this.
4: then they would have run it because stupid sells. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously.
5: And then my boss, my former boss, would have been like, this is, this is the greatest show ever. Oh, my God.
4: That's cra- I can't believe that.
5: That's crazy. I know it's such a yeah. weird situation. I mean, there's no non-evidence.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and with that, she is officially on our soundboard forever. Oh yeah, forever. Yeah.
5: Our dumb all-over soundboard yes. where dumb things go. Yes. And I have to say, my other favorite one on that soundboard is the Ben Shapiro. Oh my god, <laughs> it makes <laughs> well, no well, sense. Was well, this stereotypical? Uh, uh, shit, now I can't remember what it Badger, is. Badger. Yeah, with a hamburger. With a
4: hamburger. <laughs> what, what, is th- what is that? What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> but like
5: I said before, a stereotypical badger with a hamburger is my new cover band. Oh, my
4: God. It's, that's that's <laughs> a terrible one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's
5: a Primus cover band. Okay. Oh, wait. No, I'm not supposed to give the answers. So no, you're fine. not. Sorry. Yeah, Joe. Sorry, Joe. It wasn't
4: me. It was Austin this time. Oh, um, You know what? I, I don't really have anything else to add. Those final thoughts are literally the same final thoughts. Um, Another extended thank you to Sarah Smith for coming on. Very quickly, I emailed her the day after it was announced that she's going to the general election in November. The day after. And she was like, yeah. Like, what? (laughs) That was funny. Not for nothing, but I don't even know if I would have done that. (laughs) I would have been like...
5: Yeah, half the time Tom doesn't text me back that
4: fast. <laughs> seriously. It's like, God, get away from me, I'm busy right now, but <laughs> but she was more than uh, willing to come on the show, and I think we had a very fun discussion and, and, and you're right, it's a really cool thing to be able to hear what goes on on a crazy night like that. And by the way, Washington State, a little strange. Your election site, your election process is a little strange, and that's coming from a Pennsylvanian. I, it, maybe it's yeah. not strange, maybe it's better. I don't know, but it's definitely yeah. different.
5: Yeah. But um, Well, look, like there's no Republican running did, in that district yeah. anymore, so oh my God. maybe it so, is better. <laughs> yeah,
4: it's good until you get like a state like Pennsylvania where the, it could be the exact opposite, or at least you had a chance at a Democrat winning, but now it's all two Republicans.
5: Mm. So, I don't know. I don't know, though. even I don't know, even and, Pennsylvania. In a state
4: sure like Washington happen. where it's aliens heavily democratic, I think this is obviously the best possible situation. Now, now people can pick between a corrupt Corporate Democrat or a young, upcoming progressive with bold ideas and obviously not afraid of anybody. Mm-hmm. If that wasn't clear in the interview, even <laughs> the-
5: even Dingbat's on Fox News.
4: <laughs> yeah, fucking Fox News. <laughs> Fox News never fails to amaze me and how stupid they are.
5: I know. Yeah. So, oh, what's a big deal with Wells Fargo? They're being so mean. Yeah, they're they're terror- <laughs> They're they're being so. Yeah, being a We're so mental. So, so yeah. yeah, I know. It's, it's stupid. Oh, man. That's a story we haven't even got to cover I know. It. know. It's so much,
4: too much going on. <laughs> yeah, too much. <laughs> um, Hey, listen, as always, you can find our lovely little podcast uh, on spreaker.com forward slash pod. Also on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, wherever except Blog Talk Radio. Um,
5: yeah, don't go there.
4: <laughs> don't go. Don't go there. If you do, still go there. Stop it. We're not there anymore. Go to Spreaker and follow us on Spreaker. Um, if you go on iTunes, leave us a uh, comment and a and a review. That's a that's both. That's the same thing. A a review. A star rating. Fucking do something with our show, okay? <laughs> I'm not sure. The words don't want to come out of my mouth in on this one. So fuck off. Poor Tom. Um, hey, listen. Go. We are on all the social medias, pretty much at Dumb Over Pod for everything except uh, Patreon. And remember, don't be a Peter Dow. Be a patron.
5: That's right. Hashtag. And, don't be a Peter Dow. Be a patron.
4: Yes. That's a long hashtag. And <laughs> if you <laughs> don't know what Patreon is, it's this cool little website where you can go uh, and find your favorite creators, and you can don't and you can become. Patrons, and you can help support their show or whatever they do um, for as little as one dollar per episode. Um, so go to Patreon.com/slash uh and which is free at this point. Make an yeah. account, <laughs> check out our re- our rewards. We have different uh, rewards all throughout with different. Um, unlockables, if you will, and the m- <laughs> unlockables. <laughs> the more patrons we get, the um, more things we're gonna end up doing. So, t- I'm I'm blackmailing you. You want pro? Fr- <laughs> you want content? Uh, you give us uh, money. Uh, uh, I'm trying a uh, yeah. different route this time, Austin.
5: <laughs> yeah, uh, or we'll release those tapes of you guys.
4: <laughs> <laughs> saying saying the n word. <laughs>
5: And also, um, for people who know what Patreon is but are confused about the Peter Dow, it's just, you know, perennially evading the eventual reality of a Dumb All Over Utopia. Yes. That's Peter Dow. But don't be a Peter Dow. You don't want to be a Peter Dow. No, no, you want to be
4: a patron. Yeah. So www.patreon.com forward slash Dumb All Over Pod and help support the show. We really appreciate it. Um, That's just about all I have, I think. Yeah. Yeah, um, and if you're a podcast or a podcaster and you're listening, check out our network, Famous Original Podcast Network, or FOPNet.biz. Uh, That's <laughs> join, the one. Join the very quickly expanding uh, network of podcasters there. All right, no more talking. Make sure you go and vote because voting is important. Unless you're a Republican, then don't vote. Stay home. Yeah. Stay home.
5: Yeah. Now, what are you doing? Listen listen to the show.
4: I'm trying to educate themselves. Don't okay. yell at them. They're trying. Right. They're trying so D- okay. hard. Okay.
5: That was not yelling. Boy, they must be fragile snowflakes if that was yelling <laughs> at them. I barely spoken to them. <laughs> God, stop yelling. <sighs> Hello, Heath.
4: Oh Jesus. Okay, we're 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 bailing. We're bailing. Have a great week, everybody. Everybody have a great week. <laughs> Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, what's next week? Next week we have, oh, we have Kevin coming on. Kevin. <laughs> to give us our uh, not politics report. So that should be exciting. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're looking forward to that, and we will see you next week. No, we yep. won't, because it's the internet, and this is audio only. All right, have a good so one. You'll, you'll
5: hear us next week. You'll remember. It.
4: Well, and we won't hear you, because that's not how this works. How have you not figured it out? We're 82 episodes in.
5: Yeah. <laughs> Unless you want to send us a voicemail, then we can hear you.
4: No, don't, don't worry about that. Just um, <laughs> send, us, send us money. <laughs> send us money. Hey, well, I'll leave you on this note. Uh, the Huffington Post just broke that Randy Bryce, the Democrat who is running uh, to replace Paul Ryan's seat, has won his primary. So some good news to end off. Also, the uh, first transgender candidate to be backed by a major party in Vermont. Uh, the Democrat. Uh, let me get her name quick. Here. Oh, yeah, yeah. She,
5: she's a Democrat.
4: She's a Democrat. <laughs> didn't didn't uh, in the Republican party. <laughs> <laughs> her name is Christine Halquist. So, congratulations on there. Another historic yep. night. Democrats are showing up in drones. So, we got some excitement. Brewing. In
5: droves. It'd be frightening if they showed up in drones. <laughs> I've had alcohol. All right. Have a great <laughs> week. Bye <Bye-bye>. bye. <laughs> and remember, don't be a Peter Dow. Be a patron. Yeah. Trust me,
0: I'm like a smart person Oh (laughs) Oh, look who's home Long time no see You haven't changed a bit Come on in, welcome back
1: With genuine BMW expertise, parts and a convenient range of options to suit you, when it comes to caring for your BMW, there's no place like home. Book your BMW service online, 24-7. T's and C's apply. Subject to availability. Participating retailers only.
2: Now, let's take a look at you.